Hey, yo, it's your boy Trader Rose from Real Last Conversations, and I'm back. Your boy been gone for a little bit, but I just started working again. I was furloughed for a little while, so I had to get back on my feet and get readjusted back to the whole work schedule. And also, I've been trying to learn new trades in Forex and the foreign exchange market. So I feel like we all are trying to level up during this quarantine hour or quarantine time. And I feel like this is a perfect time to learn something new. So I said, why not? But your boy back on the podcast tip, and I just had a lot of different topics I wanted to hit upon because I've been having a lot of great discussions on Facebook and person lately, and kind of want to share it with the world. So one of the topics I want to talk about is Planned Parenthood. So I was listening to The Breakfast Club, and it had on a Republican that's running for Georgia governor, and her name was Angela Stanton. So Angela Stanton also was a Trump supporter, and they really wanted to know that she was a Trump supporter. And you know, sometimes I feel like, yeah, we can dislike Trump and people that are associated with him, but sometimes I feel like we should be open to other people's ideas and just hear what they got to say and just not block them out. Because how we feel, somebody just blocked out how we felt and what we were talking about. It's kind of like being biased in a way. So I just wanted to hear what she, what the lady had to say and just be have my own judgment about it. So she was basically talking about how, you know, one of her policies is she want to abolish Planned Parenthood. She want to get rid of it. Now, to me, I know Planned Parenthood helped a lot of young black females with their abortions, but that's kind of all I knew about it. So I really don't have like too much sake. I've never been there personally. So I'll, I'm pro-choice. I feel like women should have a choice to do what they want with their body. I, I'm really in for that because I'm like, I'm not a woman. I don't know what y'all go through. I don't know what kind of psychological trauma or physical trauma y'all experience through that situation. So why should I speak upon it? But she's a woman and she was talking about she had four kids. I think she said she had one of them in prison and she felt like she don't believe in abortions. And I'm like, I understand that, but that's just, that's you. That's not everybody. You can't speak for all women. But she was also saying that, you know, a lot of people don't know that Planned Parenthood was founded by a female racist named Margaret Sanger. I ain't know that. So when she said that, I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And she was saying basically uh, Margaret Sanger whole plot was to kind of, you know, influence the black community to kill their own kids so we can lower our population, so we can have less power when it comes to voting or being in any political status. I started thinking like, oh, wow, that's kind of deep. Like, so does, so do the end justify the means in a way when it comes to certain things like that? Because when I went on Facebook, a lot of women were saying, you know, screw Angela Stanton, like Planned Parenthood did good by me, like a lot of other doctors they don't care about who about our real feelings or it's too expensive to go to different type of clinics. So I'm just thinking, like, okay, so we're doing a lot of good, but are we kind of like following Margaret Sanger whole plot and this killing our own kids and not taking responsibility? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not judge nor jury here, but it made me have a lot of thoughts on that. You know what I'm saying? But I found out during the week that, you know, they just don't uh, do stuff for females. They do stuff for men as well. When it comes to uh, STIs and STDs, exams that are really affordable for our community. So I know there's a lot of good that came out of it. You know, I know there's a lot of good that came out of it, but it's just funny to me that, you know, when you learn the origins about a lot of these institutions, you find out like the dark history behind it. Like almost half the hospitals in the world was founded by racists or people who didn't care about black people, but we name these hospitals after them, we name these schools after them, and it's just like, who are we really serving? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we really doing what's best for us, or are we conditioned 
to do things that has been going on for years. I don't be, I don't believe I was have if I was to have a child with a woman that I would want to her to have an abortion if it wasn't meant to be. Like I will take the initiative to be like I'm gonna be here for you financially, physically, spiritually, whether we together or not. But at the end of the day, I don't have to say. I'm just a, I'm just a man and I'm not the one carrying that burden for nine to ten months. I just want to know what y'all think about that. Like when y'all see this, I want y'all to ask, let me know. Like, do y'all think Planned Parenthood is a good thing? You think it's a bad thing and people should just take responsibility of what they create? Because, I mean, if you take time to lay down with somebody, do you not think about, oh, I possibly may have a kid with this person? Or would this person be a, a suitable parent? Because honestly, I don't sleep with anybody who I don't think would be like a good person to my kids, to be honest. But I know I'm not like, I'm not like a lot of people. Like a lot of people are different out there. A lot of people just care about the moment. They don't really care about uh, what happens afterwards. But are we running away from our responsibility when we get abortions? Because Angela Stanton, she was saying, like, you know, she had, like, four kids by herself, and she raised them, and, like, she never complained about it because she was saying that, you know, it's life, and she don't want to take away somebody's future for a mistake she did. Like, she would own up to her mistake. She felt like kind of like the generation is more soft than how it was back in the day. Now, a lot of arguments that come from females is that Planned Parenthood is a safe way to have abortions because if we did take away, take that away, women will have abortions in real unsafe, unsanitary environments and it could do a lot of harm to their bodies, you know? And I can understand that, you know? I can definitely understand that. But I feel like at the end of the day, what is the right thing to do? To me, I don't want to have to have any woman I, I've been with have an abortion or feel like they needed an abortion just because I feel like if that's the case, you feel like that I'm not a man that will be able to be there for you. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of will hurt my ego, but I know it's not about my ego. That is something I want to talk about, see what y'all would think. And if I do have any views, uh, please comment on YouTube, my IG, Facebook, and just let me know. Let's have like a good dialogue about it. I want to hear men and women, uh, men and women uh, opinions about it because, I mean, it's a serious topic. Like, <laughs> I feel like we go to a lot of places and we don't know how it was started. So even if it is doing good, it's like, is it good because they told us it was good? Or I don't know. I don't know where I'm trying to go with this, but sometimes I feel like we have so much things ingrained in us over time that sometimes we are uh, sometimes brainwashed and conditioned to think a certain way. And some of my beard. And I don't know. I don't want to be a pawn in nobody's grand scheme of things, you know. So I thought that was really interesting. But I'm going to let go of that conversation right now because I want to have more dialogue, more people in a, in a respectful manner. I'm not trying to come at nobody, but just give me some better understanding on it. Let me know what you really think about it. And do you think about it from all sides or, or you just look at it from your own side, you know, because I'm the type of person that I like to get different opinions and different knowledge from different, knowledge from different experts. And then formulate my own idea afterwards. Cause I like, I like to look at each problem I face from at least four different views. Because honestly, you just can't be linear in a, lot, in, a, in, a, in a way you think sometimes. Sometimes you got to think outside of the box. Sometimes you do need to take other people's information and apply it for yourself. So that's just uh, one point I wanted to say right there. Another thing I wanted to expound upon is, it's funny because uh, I started doing Forex. A lot of people think that's a scam or they think it's like a pyramid scheme. I mean, it's not, but a lot of people don't let you know that you you can't lose money in that too. Like, you got to really do your research and really stick to it. So, 
I've been in a position where like I've been making money, losing money, but right now I'm like I'm like at break even right now. So I'm at a point where I'm like right where I started off at. And that's kind of good, but it's just like I don't want to promote it until I start making real money, you know? And I've been talking to my uh homegirl, some people that she know through the whole Forex market. And one thing they say is you gotta be patient, you know. And when they say patient, they say P A Y then shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause at the end of the day, you get the most what you put in. Cause honestly, I've been waking up like at four in the morning, getting off work, being on seminars from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Like the market open today at 5 p.m. I gotta look at these charts at that time as well. And it's just like it's a lot going on. But I feel but I don't feel discouraged in no way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm close to kind of getting to the real meat and potatoes of it all. So I'm not gonna promote it to y'all until it finally goes up, but it's just something they were saying, like, you gotta stay consistent. Like, I feel like with anything you wanna do in life, you wanna be great, you gotta be consistent. You can't be, you can't just do it for one to two days. Like, this podcast is about month number seven coming up in July. Like, I've been on and off, but I at least try to stay consistent and try to drop something at least monthly so y'all can hear where I'm coming from. And anything you do in life, just be consistent. Like, don't just fall down and stay down, you know, like get up. Like sometimes you got to get knocked down a few times just to know like, okay, I can, I can get back up. Like it's not that bad. Like I'm pretty sure these skateboarders, like when they was kids, they was busting their ass. But out of, out of nowhere, a Tony Hawk came and he was making millions off it. You know what I'm saying? Like he just stuck to it. You Sometimes you got to stick to your guns. And uh, one thing my homegirl, Hakia, she was on her uh, Instagram yesterday. She was speaking about energy. And uh, I'm going to give a shout out to her, you know, Peace Queen. I don't know if she wants the shout out, but I'm going to give it to her. But she was just talking about how you got to protect your energy. Because she was speaking like a lot of times people say, I'm, I'm a match energies. But if you match energies, you're not staying true to your own energy. So if you are like in a positive mood or somebody do something bad to you and you match that bad, bad energy, you're messing your whole flow up. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay true to yourself. And I want to be a person where, you know, right now I'm in a position where I'm trying to lose my ego. It was a point where I was overthinking everything. I was saying I got to be this, that, and the third, but I realized I don't. You know what I'm saying? All I got to do is be the best version of me and just be positive. So I try to be positive for the people that I'm around, trying to be cool. Like when I have different conversations, I want to like make people smile or at least learn something new. Like that's a gift that I know that I have is being open and honest with people and just having real dialogue with them. And I used to be a tick for tech kind of person. Like, oh, this person did this to me. I'm going to do that. But it, but that do mess with your energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that do, like you never feel good when you do tick for tech. You know, you can match good energies. You know, somebody giving out positive vibes, you can do that too. But stay true to yourself. Like, you shouldn't have to change how you how you act or, you know, your values just because somebody did that did something foul to you. Maintain your energy. And uh, Hakia, I heard that, and I really appreciate that good word. This is gonna be kind of quick this uh, week, but I had to. I got to, I have a segment. It's called "Message to Women." You know, I gotta talk to the ladies right now, cause I feel like in this dating world, a lot of y'all are doing it wrong. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to y'all. My uh, homeboy Lewis, he had a gender reveal like three weeks ago. Congrats to him and Kendra. He having a baby girl. Like, that's a good thing right there. But like we was having like a lot of grown discussion with people like from their from their late twenties, thirties, forties, all the way up to their sixties. And it started off with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, this, that, and the third. And one one woman was saying like she don't feel like uh she feel like black people are so judgmental because she said like she getting people talking to her about like why she's not out protesting, and she said like she don't feel like, feel like she has to do that. 
She said that she donates. She talks about the issues and she supports them financially. But she said not everybody has to go out there and march and be a part of the whole movement like that in that sort of way. And I agree with that because I haven't been out marching and doing that either. It's just like I feel like that's not me. You know, I'd rather talk about issues on my platform, Facebook, social media, or donate or sign petitions in that way as well. It's more than one way to skin a cat. So I understood that. And she was, and, but I, but she started talking about like, you know, black men and how, you know, she feel like black men expect black women to be like so strong or the, or the black, or the black lives matter movement always show women in the, in the front, not like really men. And I understand that I, I really do, but like, I feel, I also feel like some black women, they have such a strong presence and a lot of them are the voices. So why not give them the shine, you know? But that's not where I was trying to go with the whole, you know, black women and dating thing. I wanted to go into this point because then she all started talking about relationships. And mind you, this girl like 23. I'm 20, I'm 27, so it was like not that far off of a distance, but it was me and my home homeboy Reggie. And it was her and her mom. And her mom was like probably like 56, 57, something like that. And like the mom was like, oh, don't let this girl go because she'll like she'll tear y'all apart. And me and Reggie were like, no, nah, like let her talk. Like. We all grown here. We haven't grown the conversation right now. I want to hear what this girl wants to, has to say. And she was just like, uh, so basically, I like older men. I'm like, okay, like how old? She was like in her 40s. I'm like in her 40s. She was like, yeah. She was like, I would just propose. I was like, just uh, engaged uh, like a few months back, but it didn't work out. But she like, I like guys who are older because, you know, they're more financially stable and they can give me what, what, the, what I want and they have more stimulating conversation. And I'm just like, why do women think that older guys are more stimulating mentally? I know a lot of grown-ass men who don't know shit, for real. Like, I, I feel like we put we put so many different preferences on the age, it's crazy. I know young men who are 21, who are very intellectual, have their own businesses, you know, making good-ass money, and they can't find a, a good woman their age because they feel like they're all immature as well. So... Where's the where's the disconnect at? You know what I'm saying? And she was just like, well, I just feel like a, a grown man can give me what I want. And we was like, well, what, what do you want from a, a grown man? She was like, basically, I want a man who will take care of me. I don't have to worry about anything. So we were just like, so you want, so are you talking about you wanted to be like 60, 40, 70, 30? And my boy was like, are you wanting to be like zero to 100 <laughs> real quick? And she was like, Zero to 100 real quick. And we were just like, what? And she was like, I know y'all think I'm a gold digger, but that's not it. She was just like, I just don't feel like I should have to to work because my mom didn't work. And I was just like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But I said, well, what are you bringing to the table, though? Like, you can't just bring just yourself. And she was just like, well, you know, I don't mind cooking and cleaning. But she like, but I don't want no kids, though. And we were just like, so you don't, you're not, so you want to deny this man a kid if he want it? And she was like, well, a lot of older men, they can't, a lot of older men can't have kids. I'm like, wrong. <laughs> My dad had me when he was 40. You know what I'm saying? Like anything can happen. Like if you're have all these demands and you do actually for one thing, you won't be like, no. Nah. Like I, I ain't understand that. And she was like, well, if I do have a, a, a kid, then he has to pay for a nanny because I'm not doing it by myself. Like that is too much work. I'm just like, but you're not working. You're staying at home. She was like, yeah, but I was sending help, though. I'm like, help for what? I'm like, a grown man can clean his whole own house. A grown man can cook for himself. Like, what else are you bringing besides sex? And that's another thing. Like, 
when guys get older, <laughs> they don't they're not as sexually active as you may want. Like you wanna be 30, prime, ready to go. He wanna be 50, and you're gonna be like, yo, you can't even get it up tonight. Like, but I don't think girls think that far. And we was like, are right, we was, and uh, we was like, is sex important to you? She was like, she's like, yeah, it is important, but she's like, it's not like the first thing, but she's like, yeah, it is kind of important to me. And we were just like, okay, so what's gonna happen when he can't get it up at night? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like a disconnect. And she was just like, well, she was like, well, I, she was like, well, I don't have no problem. She was like, I, don't, I never had a problem with that before, so I'm not gonna, I'm not worried about that. So we was like, but you was engaged. She was like, yeah, it didn't work out. And we were like, why didn't it work out for? Her? She was like, cause he had enough time for me. And I was like, okay, that's one thing you missing. So you messing with a real boss, like a real boss ass nigga. Let me not say nigga, a real boss ass man. You're not going to have any type of leeway to do things your own way or have your own freedom because he's going to want things done a certain way. You can't question him when he leaves at certain times of the night because he could be getting money. You can't get mad when he's going for long periods of time. You can't get mad when he tells you, oh, you can't leave the house at this like this day. Like You have to you know, almost abide by the person's rules because that's a boss. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're not bringing nothing to the table. So he's like, are you willing to risk your freedom to have a life of luxury? And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to risk my freedom. We were just like, oh, my goodness. And, yo, we was thinking, like, okay, maybe the mom going to, like, you know, set her straight. And the mom was like, I don't agree with everything she said, but she said, I do feel like, you know, a man should do everything for the woman. Like, a woman should have to pay for nothing. And we were just like, are you, she was like, she was, we was like, so are you still with uh, her dad? She was like, nah, we had divorced when uh, our baby girl was two. <laughs> so you're not even with this guy and you single right now. So how far did that take you? You know what I'm saying? And she was like, well, a real man makes sure his woman don't have the need for anything or not do anything. And I was just like, would you call her dad a real man? She was like, yeah, I would. I'm like, so he was perfect. She was like, nah, he was a cheater, a womanizer, abusive. So we was like, okay, so he a real man just because he paid paid for things financially. That makes a real man, a womanizer, an abuser, a liar. Like, nah, that's like you're passing down your own generational curses to your daughter right now, and she's soaking it in. And the daughter was like, well, the person my dad with now, who he married to now, she don't have to do anything, and she's well off. And we were just like, I mean, that's for now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows what happened? You don't know the real dynamic of the relationship. You don't know whether they're really happy. Because honestly, parents don't really let their kids see everything. I mean, you might see some arguments here and there. But you're not going to see the whole thing. And it just made me be like, like yo, how do these girls really think? Like, do y'all really, like, do women really care about luxury and, you know, security security financially over happiness? You know, I, I don't know. And then the other spectrum of the, of the relationship world with women where it's like, I got a friend, I'm not even going to say her name. She probably going to get mad I'm going to talk about this. But it's just like, she met this dude on a Facebook dating group. They was texting and talking on the phone for like two months. The dude's in the military. She was planning to go see him twice, but two times he was like, you know, it can't happen right now with the whole COVID thing or whatever other excuse there was. And she was upset. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes she'll hit me up and be like, I'm upset. What what should I do? I will let her know. And then, like, that's how I asked her about it. She'd be like, oh, we talked about that? I don't remember that. And I was like, yeah, we did talk about this. Like, what do you mean? 
And so she was like, well, me and him good now. Everything's peachy clean. Woo bop, woo bop. And I'm just like, okay, like, I want to see how long it's going to last. Because I feel like a lot of times I tell, like, women what I think about their love life situation, I think I'm hating it in a way. And it's not that. It's just that I'm a guy. And I have a lot of male friends. So I know how guys act. So, like, last week, she hit me up. And she was just like, uh, yeah, me and dude is done. But she was like, if he do come back around, you know, I would take him. And I'm just like, why? Like, he hasn't showed you any reason to take him. And she was like, well, I love him. I said, you love him? I didn't even talk to him for two months. And she was just like, well, he told me he loved me and he told me some things financially. And I'm just like, so because he told you he loves you, you automatically love him. Like, that makes no sense to me. Just because guys will say anything through a phone, texting, a call. It's easy. It's so easy to say anything and sell a woman a dream. But if this dude ain't matching his actions up with those same things he's talking about, He's useless. Like, you wanted to see him multiple times. He denied you multiple times. And that hurts you. But you forget that just because he told you he loved you. Like, sometimes I feel like women care more about positive affirmations and stroking of their ego more than to actually be a happy in a relationship. And it bugs me out because, like, right now, I'm on these dating sites. I'm talking to a few girls. And, like, one girl was, like, she was being real sexual the first week. And she was, like, y'all always wanted, like, a chocolate ball headed man to myself who you know where I could do things with. And I was just like, honestly, like, I'm like, we don't even know each other like that yet. And I said, right now, it takes me some time to catch feelings. And that just like slowed everything up. You know what I mean? And I'm not mad about that. But I could have easily just been like, oh yeah, I'll be that man for you. This, that, this, that, and the third. Talk it up and just get the draws. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy to do that. But I'd rather be honest to women and be open with them because it's just like, it's respect at the end of the day. It's like, but not all guys are like me. I know about probably about a hundred guys. And only probably five of them are stand up. Only five of them are guys I would be like, oh yeah, I'll let my sister date that guy. But my female friends sometimes look at me like, oh, why are you so negative? It's just because, yo, it's reality. If actions don't match words, then they're just words. And like, whenever I hear these, these women be happy with the guy, it's because of what they say, not what they do. And that's a big disconnect. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be happy first. You know what I'm saying? You you can't just be happy for a moment. Like, a, a guy got to make you feel special all the time, come through all the time. And and that's just it. You know what I mean? Like, I I learned that in uh, college from my uh, coach, Coach Tukansimo. He The first day he told all all the girls that came out to, like, I think our, our first first game, spring game, whatever, he was just like, hey, if you date any one of these athletes, don't listen to the shit they have to say. Leave what they got to do. At the time, I'm like, oh, this man hating like a motherfucker. But, I mean, it's honest. Like, he was telling the truth. Like, women, y'all have to hold these guys accountable for you to be happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all can't just get enamored with words. Y'all can't just be infatuated with words. Like, that's so easy. Like, I could, t- I could text a lot of girls what they want to hear right now and get all types of ass if I wanted to. But right now, sex not important to me. I'd rather find me a, a person that's, you know, for me for a lifetime, you know what I mean? Like, I want to really vibe with you. And I know a lot, a lot of times time people be like, oh, Trey, it'll take you forever to, to catch feelings. It's like, no, I'd rather make a relationship and then add the whole sexual element into it. Sometimes I feel like sex can blur a lot of lines, a lot of lines. And uh, I'm not trying to blur no line right now. I want everything to be clear. I want my intentions to be clear. And I just want to be in a relationship that actually has potential to grow into something more than just a one or two year fling. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's just me. 
And I'm not going to be here to like judge anybody. Like I'm not judging my my home girl or the girl at that table. Those are their preferences. You know what I'm saying? But I told the one girl who was at the table, I was like, "Have you have you been outside of Texas?" She was like, "No, nah, I don't. I don't move outside of Texas." I said, "Have you dated anybody that's not from Texas?" She was like, "No, I never dated nobody outside of Texas." And I'm just like, "Well, your whole bubble is real." I said, "I said your dating bubble is real small if you're not dating nobody." If you if you're not giving that person no kids, if you're not moving out of, out of out of your town or your neighborhood area, and you only want guys who are above forty and well off, like your your dating pool is real small, and that pool that you're going to go into is real shallow too. You know what I'm saying? Like it just is what it is. Like I can't sugarcoat it. But if that's your preference and you can find some you find some happiness in that, then it's all good. And mind you, she said she was uh she was engaged, but that didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, come on now. Hey, like, I know so many dudes who just be gaming these girls. And it's like, I feel I feel bad for women a lot of times because it's just like, y'all want love, y'all deserve it. But sometimes y'all accept any type of love. And it's just like, that's not it. That's not it, sis. Like, that's not it. But I'm going to get off of that because I don't want to, you know, put a damper on that anymore. But my whole thing is you, there's a big difference between expectation and reality in life. I'm a realist. Like I look at things realistically from all aspects because I feel like when you do, your hopes don't get up too much. You know what I'm saying? And you can get your hopes up, but put it in a realm where it's like, okay, this could actually happen. You know? Like I firmly believe in that. But uh yeah, that's my message to the woman right there. I ain't wanna get uh too deep in it. Uh I do want to talk about insecure in that show. But I'm going to wait until I got some people for that because I'm tearing Issa apart, yo. People hate me on Facebook, but, hey, Issa, I'm team, I'm, I'm team Condola, Team Lawrence. Congrats to you, baby girl. Had that boy or girl, whatever the kid is. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. But uh, those are some topics I just want to hit upon on this episode. It's really an episode really about common things that I hear every day. And I kind of just want to share it because uh, I feel like maybe it can reach somebody else's ear because – Honestly, it's not just my two female. Not, not just my female friend and that one girl I talked to had those situations. There's a lot of girls that I see had those, have those uh, conversations, and I know a lot of old women who are with men who, in the outside world, they be like, "Oh, that's a perfect couple," but inside, the relationship is just in shambles. You know what I'm saying? And I believe in black love. I believe it's possible. I believe love is possible, but things take time. <laughs> things don't. Rome wasn't built in a day. Feelings can't be built in a day either you know what i'm saying like you can definitely like somebody but real feelings you gotta put some work in for that you know what i'm saying make sure that foundation set up right so the house won't fall over if something do happen if some travesty or disaster do happen so i mean take that with a grain of salt it's your boy trader realist it's been real hopefully i'm gonna drop this video and it's not be too crappy but i'm trying to show some more visuals now so you know it's all love See you next episode. Peace.